Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, a show that takes unsolved true mysteries and cocktails, puts them together for it's for you. We do it for you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> with me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kempner. Good morning, Masood. Good morning, and the it's amazing, the morning. It's the morning. This is strange, isn't it? And yeah, weird. The amazing Chris Stokes. Good morning, Mr. Milas. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Uh, I like the rest of the class to take an example from Chris. Did Uh, did you do that in assembly, Suze? Yeah. Good morning, everybody. No. We had to say, good morning, Mr. Lee. Yeah. That was the headmaster's name. Yeah, when when it was assembly, the headmaster would come out and he'd say, good morning. And we'd have to go, good morning, Mr. Brown. Good morning, everybody. And when you I had think, to say oh, good morning wow. to everybody. Yeah, when you say good morning, everybody, and like in unison. And when I think back to it, like the memory is of like quite cultish. Yes. Yeah, that's, all the kids all listless. Yeah, yeah. and like really, because kids are, I mean, there's a reason that the, the scary kid is a trope in a horror film. Yeah. So, yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> shall we, shall we, shall we get started? Um <laughs> Chris, yes. what do you what do you have for us today? Oh, oh drinks! Oh yes, what are we <laughs> what are we drinking, guys? What have we got? Okay, so uh, at nine a.m. on a Saturday morning, I <laughs> wasn't sure whether I should go get a drink, and then Susan was like, "I'm having one," so I went, "Okay, yeah, I'll make one." So um, I decided to open because for my birthday, it was my birthday a few weeks ago. My Yay. sister got me uh, this uh, lavender gin that Whoa. her neighbour or her mate makes, mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, I'd never tried it, so I've uh, I had some of that. I had it neat first, just to see. Yeah, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, uh, I've topped it up with dash water. Do you know what dash water is? Oh, yeah. is this a hard seltzer? No, no. It's uh, it's sparkling water, yeah. uh, and there's a few different flavors, but they infuse it with. You know what they call wonky fruit, like fruit that hasn't been sold. Oh, oh yes. yeah. So it's <clears throat> sustainable, I guess. Um, yes. So yeah, it's uh, this is the black currant variety. So it's black currant oh. soda water, basically. Oh, very lav- nice. Lavender gin and oh, yeah. That's that why I said yeah. I'm really glad you made me go and get a drink. And do you know what would go really well in that as well? A little bit of uh, rosemary, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon so. You're gonna go get some from your, the piss no, rosemary from the front no. garden. Piss rosemary. It's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. But I haven't got a name for that. So have at it. Just a dash of. Morning. <laughs> just a... Uh, morning um, dash. Mustache. 
Mustache. Mustache. Yeah. Mustache. That's yeah. good. That's Mustache. good. Mustache. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and what do you have, Suze? What I've got here, oh, it's all settled. Oh. oh um, it's right. So I went round. I'm not a ginger person mm. at all. But Brunette. someone made a cocktail for me recently. <laughs> oh, Chris. What did he say? Brunette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chris, save some for the actual episode. Oh, my um, goodness. This, so I'm holding like it here. Like as, as if I'm definitely going to cut that bit out. <laughs> We're <laughs> already recording the actual episode. No, this is, it's happening yeah. now, mate. <laughs> great, great stuff, Chris. Um, this is called Gimba, and it's um, Gimba. It's no alcohol. It's a ginger concentrate. Yeah. It's the ginger is very fresh, and it's got a load of herbs in it. Mm-hmm. Does work? Ingredients. So it's like a cordial. Yeah, but it's it's but a kind of like a shrub. Oh, very, oh yes. I mean, okay. it's very thick, and so. 38% ginger, cane sugar, lemon, water, spices. Then it just says spices. Oh, well. I mean, it tastes very herby. Yeah. Um, but it, it's alcohol-free, but you can have it with just tonic. Or I've decided to put How it How did you tonic. come by it, Suze? Yeah. Uh, my, my friend Richard, his uh, partner, had some. Uh. And he was like, ooh, would you like to try this gimba? Uh, and I went, I'll try it. And he made a really nice cocktail with it. I can't remember what was in it, though, so I've made up uh, tonic, gimba, and filthy smoke. Way. Ah. Well, whiskey and ginger do go well together. So they do. Exactly. And then I've added tonic. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Let, shall I taste it? Yeah. I remember... Um... Zing! Zing! Oh, that's good. You'd like it. So, Chris, what do you have for us today? Well, we're putting a pin in uh, what yes. we're currently doing. Our and big, gonna... big... Um, espionage, global espionage. We're nearly up to war. the 80s, aren't we? Nearly Very nearly. Uh, yeah, so we're putting a pin in what we're currently doing. I don't even know what we're mm-hmm. doing. Season, theme, season, our theme season. Th- yeah, themed like it's. It feels like a marathon at the moment. Hmm. But uh, marathon, no, it's, we're, yeah, we're, an ultra marathon. We're going to do a little sidestep, and we're going to go way back to season one because uh, one of the unsolved mysteries we did there, and one of the greatest unsolved mysteries, Hovel Time, uh, yes, may have been solved. So it would be remiss of us to uh, not mention that and do a little sequel, a little update. Yeah. So back in season one, we had Chris Washington on to talk about the Somerton man, the Tamam yes. case. Yes. Or oh, Tamam should not. Kill <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Uh, yeah, yeah, great one, great one, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. It's on a, it's on a level with Brunette, but Yes, so, uh, the, yeah. the, the Somerton man, I don't know whether you remember, was uh, a man had died in a sitting position on a beach in Australia, mm-hmm. and no one knows who he was. That's right. And he had a mysterious uh, note sewn into his clothes. Sewn into his trousers that said, Tam right. should, which is Persian, I think, for it is ended or it's over. Yes. And then there was this whole th- sort of like, who is he? Why was he there? Blah, blah, blah. And... Um, they, they think they have solved who he was. Whoa! Because I remember there was like stuff with his car. There were like some clues to who he might be because his car was nearby. Or yeah, something. and it was to do with maybe he'd come there to reconnect with this nurse, and there was like this love story behind it. 
That's mm. right. It's uh, if you haven't listened to it, go way back and listen to it because we could, yeah. we could do it. We could do like a little YouTube recap. But th- you're on the internet listening to this. D- do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, look at look up our episode. Find out what number episode it is. Ignore my rudeness and then, then listen. Hey, dab that dude yourself, asshole! Wow, Masood, yourself. Jesus. Wow. Hey, Masood, wow. It's, you know, I don't know. Fatherhood is really for you. You're very, <laughs> very rude. Very rude. Uh, yeah, not even mean, just rude. I, I prefer if you were mean, but you're just rude. Yeah, just very rude. <laughs> so rude, Masood. At the time. <laughs> Thanks, at the time. <laughs> and also, no one really knows why he died. Yes. As I, I remember there was some food in his, like the toxicology he was like. He'd eaten a pasty. Yeah, that's right. That was his, which, if you listen to American podcasts about this they 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 pronounce it pasty pasty oh he ate a pasty (laughs) that's funny (laughs) he's a little pasty and i'm not saying that to sneer at americans because there's loads of things that like we would mispronounce if it's not a word sidewalk aluminum uh i i was listening to a review of a game called uh viscera cleanup detail and the person who reviewed it called it said viscera and i'm like they don't come across that word very often so of course they mispronounced it but everyone in the comments is like it's viscera you fucking idiot oh, and I'm like, they were it's, like, saying viscera. it's like the 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 flower is technically pronounced dahlia um ah. but dahlia we say dahlia yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and and plenty of people will write in and and try and correct that, and we'll no, um, uh... we'll just slide that into the old. Uh, uh, Tell you what, those people are all expat twats. Yeah. It's really I, funny what this really, week. What was re- what, what amused me about that so much it wasn't just sort of like, oh, by the way, guys, it's um, uh, it's Dahlia. She, she went straight for calling us cunts. Yeah, you're like, wow. Yeah, man. Oh, hey, that's a... That's I hope whoever that was has got the help they need, because that was fucking insane. Yeah, weird. very weird, very that's weird. Very... How rude. People are people are dicks, very rude. Very Masood rude. would never be like that. On the 1st of December 1948 was when he was found sitting sitting up, uh, quite well dressed, because he had his yeah. shirt and his trousers on, uh, looking out to sea against a wall, pasty in his belly, tamam shud in his keks. <laughs> but they think they know who he uh, was is now, now. yeah okay. but I think actually I can't remember whether we did this because there were theories floating around so I think this theory was floating around at the time yeah he might have been called Carl Webb a 43 year old electrical engineer from Melbourne ah, okay. the University of Adelaide did this I've uh, been obviously like looking into it and Professor Derek Abbott from the University of Adelaide on Monday literally so, like, this when this Monday. goes out last week, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, believes that, yes, he was called Carl Webb. <gasps> okay. Um, now, what's interesting, at the time, the uh, uh, the person that did the autopsy uh, believed that he died from heart failure due to poisoning. So he'd been mm. poisoned. And the coroner, at the time, didn't rule out murder. Right. Because it, it's strange that he was only forty-three. Yeah, uh, and he's well, dead. They, they, if if it was Carl Webb, he was forty-three. Yeah. If he wasn't, he was sort of like still around that age. Yeah. Um, okay. They exhumed him last year because they're still looking into his identity, and I didn't right. know that they'd exhumed him last year. But I was like, mm. I'm not going to. We're going to wait and see whether what happens before we go back. And okay. Um, yeah. So we police... tam should. <laughs> oh, oh, you laugh when she says it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a goddamn popularity contest with you kids. <laughs> South Australian police haven't released a statement on the identity 
or provided an update on their own investigation yet. And the coroner mm. is going to be asked imminently to confirm mm. the identification of him being Carl Webb. Wow! Whoa. That's it's ah, oh, that's mad. So Abbott, uh, I... Abbott was researching with. Uh, an American genealogist called Colleen Fitzpatrick and they analysed DNA evidence from hairs caught in a plaster cast made of his face more than 50 years ago. Whoa! Uh, so they started with a match in the DNA database. Apparently a cousin, or a DNA cousin, uh, yeah. which is apparently different from a real cousin. From a regular cousin? <laughs> DNA cousin. Uh, that means you yeah, can marry him and everything's okay, right? I had, <laughs> I had sex with my DNA cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's, ba- that's just as bad. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, oh, they, no. They built out a family tree until they found someone who fit the description of who they were looking for. When right. they did that, the possibilities were 4,000 people. What? Oh, is it, it could, he could have been 4,000 people. That's right. too many, man. But I'm, they, I'm worried, when, man. I don't think they're going to do it in time. <laughs> But like mm-hmm. through process of elimination and everything, they discovered like that Carl Webb was born in 1905, which would have made yeah. him 43 at the time. Mm-hmm. But they found that Carl Webb had no death record. There was no record of Carl Webb's death. Oh shit! Right. Okay, yeah. So if he was Carl Webb, he died anonymously as the Somerton Man. Yeah. So that would have whittled out a lot of the like he, they, everyone born in 1905. That whittles out a bunch of people, and yeah, then no. oh, okay, right. <clears throat> Uh, Carl Webb was from Melbourne, so what was he doing in Adelaide? I mean, that, that, that's such a, a, a vague question. He it's was like, hitting what? the beach, I've man. Been to, yeah. I've been to other places. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is Be like, if Suze Kempner's from Hawley, what's she doing in Gatwick? Like, yeah. Wow, she's living there, mate. That's what it is. Just yeah. here, aren't I? Yeah. If Rashid Marsh is from Hong Kong, why is he in London? Because that's where <laughs> his family is. He lives um, there because his family lives there. But do you remember... Mm-hmm. The this possible love story that was, I, yeah, yeah, vaguely. I remember he was. So, there was a yeah. Um, another thing about Carl Webb was that he had separated from his wife, and that she had moved to South Australia. So maybe he'd come to try and reconcile. Oh, Carl, oh, give it up, Carl. man! He showed up with a boombox over his head. She doesn't want you. And he's playing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's doing say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and the song he's playing is. <laughs> And she's like, oh, Carl. <laughs> that song is in that quite very long Stephen King. Oh, we talked yeah, about yeah. this already. And it just that keeps thing popping up. And it's like, yeah, oh. yeah. And you, you said, oh, every fucking chapter is yeah, there. literally. Like, it's imagining it written down. <laughs> yeah, oh. And then, and, then, and then they interview Stephen King about his writing process, and he's like, I just do nine to five. I sit down, and I just write. Stephen, we've looked at the latest manuscript, and there's about 45 pages of what I assume is the description of. <laughs> you can just write the name of the song, of the song. Stephen. Never. Isn't the song called In the Mood? I think it is, yeah. It's Benny Goodman, isn't it? Right. I don't know. I think it is. There, yeah. there's a, it's a song called In the Mood because uh, I remember the, one of my first memories of my mum doing dressage was a routine to that song. And I was like, it's called In the Mood. <laughs> you could slightly, you could do a cover version of it where you slightly change the key and call it In a Mood. <laughs> in a Mood. <laughs> oh, mood bloody mate. horses. Is it In the Mood? I think it um, is. Yeah, it is In the Mood. Uh, so, um, Colleen Fitzpatrick is uh, convinced they've solved his identity. So, okay. Uh, right. 
she's like, this is an amazing mystery to solve. And yeah. Like, mm. Let's find out if if they have solved it and it is Carl Webb, then yeah, knowing who the Summerton Man is is huge because it's massive. It's, yeah. It's or it would be like it would be like actually proving the existence of the Loch Ness monster or like uh, finding out unequivocally what happened at the Dietlof Pass. It, yeah. I think sort of yeah, I think it's up there with I don't know if it's up there with like it proved the existence of the Loch Ness monster. It would blow but, like, my mind if like, the Loch Ness monster was real. If someone turned around yeah. you like, oh, Yeah, I know, but real. I think it would blow your I think it would blow your mind more than them finding the identity of the Summerton Man. Yeah, I. I mean, if somebody went, did yeah, you know right, there's actually like, a monster? Oh, shit, the they found a literal <laughs> dinosaur in the lake, and Chris is like, "Wow, this is like when this they is found out the Summerton Man actually was." And people are like, "There's hey. a dinosaur. There's a dinosaur in Scotland. This is exactly like when they found out who Carl Webb was. <laughs> now they know how what happened to Carl Webb, guys. <laughs> there is a literal <laughs> dinosaur." <laughs> Chris is like, I'm in the mood to solve a mystery. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. I think like I always thought I was really sensitive, but I must have a thicker skin than I thought because your impression of me is fucking horrible. It doesn't right, <laughs> doesn't upset me in any way. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So while they think they've solved who he was, they still don't know mm. how he died. Right. Okay. And okay. possibly so not really still... why he was there. Like I mean, yeah. like the identity of the Summerton Man is the biggest mystery. They think they've solved that. But then there's yeah. other like... Right little tributaries that they don't think um they've uh, they've figured it out so solving how and why he died could take years um yeah yeah uh, yeah because yeah, uh, yeah not... uh, someone called carolyn billsborough who was a filmmaker and director of the documentary missing pieces about the summerton man she yeah. said the news was really exciting and yeah absolutely we knew this day was going to come at some point which i guess is true ah. like at some point in about 16 years yeah. We might know what happened to Letitia Tarot because the fire. I was about to say, they're going yes. to open that up, aren't they? That's mad. It's going to be 16 that is really that, that one is more exciting to me than Summer to Man. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, same. I, you know, same. It, to me, like, that, would be like, that would be like if aliens were real. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn Billsborough then goes through a few other things uh, about like theories that might have happened. So, uh, uh, this is a direct quote from her. We had all these grandiose ideas about him being Russian, American, European. And she herself was convinced that he was from Europe, a displaced person after the Second World War who was there alone. 
Ah. But to find out that he's Australian from Victoria and that he died and no one obviously noticed that he was missing, because that's the other thing. If it was Carl Webb, why did no one report Carl Webb missing? Why did no one go, oh, that's Carl Webb? Uh, Because there were photographs of the Somerton Man in the contemporary press, like, all over. Uh, mm. So it's kind of tragic that no one noticed. No one knows who he is. Yeah, that, that's what I find really odd is that he's... Even he's if he'd gone to go and track down his ex-wife, she will have seen yeah. the news. She, she why didn't she gone, go... Oh, you used to be married to him. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he was, unless he was bloody honourable. So even though... <laughs> yeah. Even though they're convinced they've solved it that he's Carl Webb, w- there's lo- loads of other questions that it's throwing up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's like... That's what I find really odd is that, like, why... Do you remember in the original episode there was they think they thought they'd found the son of the Somerton man? Oh, oh vaguely. The, the, uh, yeah, a guy called uh, Robin Thompson. Right. Uh, this Thompson, idea that's that, not Webb. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice name change, dickhead. Uh, this idea that it's Carl Webb throws that into uh, completely out the window. Yes. Yeah. So did he? Did he claim that? Was he like, "Oh, I'm definitely the Summerton Man's son," and then like, no, he didn't. Wrote, I don't think he was. I think, I think that somebody traced it. I see. Oh, like you might be. So like, right. the, the, those links uh, go back to the scrap of paper uh, that actually say Tamam should. So weird. They were found yeah. in in his trousers. The phrase yeah. was identified as coming from the classic book of Persian poetry, the Rubiats. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, the police then asked the public this is recapping what we said in the original episode the police asked the public yeah. if anyone had a copy of that book with the last page missing because it had been torn out and then a man yeah. came forward with that book with the last page torn out oh that's right yeah and, uh, that's impossible yeah. to fake and he yeah. said it had been thrown into the back of his car <laughs> oh and this is where the car came from oh yes, yes I remember yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and the yes. copy not only had its last page torn out but it also had incoherent writing like a code that's mm. right yeah and On people the trying cover. to solve the code yeah, to try and, and figure out Billsborough, who, who directed the uh, documentary, says that the theory that the Summerton Man was a Russian spy started to take hold in the 1970s at the time of the Cold War. Which, yeah. oh, whoa, does that relate to what we've been doing? Yeah. Did I pull the wool over your eyes and say maybe this has nothing to do with our current series? Because... Oh, it doesn't. But like, it doesn't. It, <laughs> <laughs> what if it did? You tricked us. No, yeah. I didn't. Oh, okay. Oops. Did I make a repeat? Um, <laughs> did I make a repeat? <laughs> um, in the words this, of Andreas Schneider. This is where the love story came in because written on the back cover was the phone number of a young nurse, which is where the the, the love story came in. Later yes. identified as Joe Thompson, the mother of of the guy uh, that they were like, maybe he is the son. He's the son. I see. Because Joe Thompson lived a five-minute walk away from where the Somerton Man was found dead. Right, okay. Ah. Thompson was taken by authorities to visit the Death Mask. Which is a great metal band. Uh. (laughs) And the uh, taxidermist who was there said that it was obvious she knew who he was. He could read it in her face. It was obvious. Then they tried to contact the Thompson family, but finding out that both Joe Thompson and her son Robin were now dead, they saw expert opinion which showed biological links between him and the Summerton Man. Do you remember we were talking about that? That's what they were looking into at the time we were recording our yeah, actual they episode were... on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Fitzpatrick said that the DNA evidence disproves any relationship with Robin Thompson. Right. So even though Abbott had attempted to... He attempted oh, yeah. to contact the Thompson family, and then he found out that they were both dead. He saw expert opinion which showed biological links between... Robin Thompson and the Summerton Man, because um, they had the they had the same rare uh, dental condition or something. 
Oh, okay, okay, right. Fitzpatrick then said that the DNA evidence disproves any genetic relationship with them. Uh, mm. And what I find interesting here is that Abbott, who was doing the investigation, ended up marrying Robin Thompson's daughter, Rachel. What? Yeah. So you know the nurse whose yeah. phone number was found in that book? Yeah. yeah. Her granddaughter is now the wife of the guy that solved the... No way. That is mad. What a crazy world. I mean, like, that's uh, a... Hey, you know, I'm I'm solving your possible dead grandfather's uh, murder. I mean, he might not be a grandfather. I've already done the test. But it's it's possible. What do you think? How about you come back to my house? If they've solved it, and if it is... Mr. Webb. Carl Webb. um, Carl Webb. They have solved that mystery, but there's so much more. And then the, the final quote, from Billsborough, who directed the documentary. Um, mm-hmm. Her final quote is, there's almost a sequel here, not of who is the Somerton man, but yeah. now it's the mysterious case of Carl Webb. Yeah. yeah. Who the yeah, hell is yeah, Carl yeah. Webb? Who the hell is yeah. Carl Webb? This guy, he's he an enigma. And stuff. Yeah. So that, yeah. Is, that is the update on the There Somerton we go. Man. Now we got a whole oh other mystery. Who is Carl Webb? I'm furious. I'm disgusted. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris, yeah, for uh, filling us in on the latest on the Summerton Man. Yeah, absolutely. That's because I spotted that on Reddit. I've got um, unsolved mysteries on Reddit, and every now and again, something will, will pop up. A lot of the time, very unfortunately, they are missing persons things, which is always right. a bit sad. Uh, yeah, not a bit sad. It's very sad. Um, yeah, they and then this popped up, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, we did a thing on that. Oh, brilliant!" And I had a quick, I had a quick scan. I didn't because I didn't want to uh, like ruin it for myself because I do like I do like it when Chris does it. It's a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to have like the the mystery unfold before our very own. Yeah, you haven't been googling Ken Brennan, have you? It's, uh, no. no, spoiling yourself no. for when he might show up. No, absolutely reason, not. The only reason being is that if like I then say. Oh, this when you say, "Hey, Chris, what have you got for us this week?" And I yeah. say, "Oh, it's this." And then in the back of your mm. head, you've already googled it, and you know he's going to show. Ken Brennan. Ken Brennan. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that won't happen. Absolutely I've told, not. Uh, I've told listeners me, as well anyway. to never comment. So, they, if, but, yeah, yeah, they can spoil themselves. I don't want you to. Yeah, to be yeah go for it, dickheads. <laughs> All right, thank you. Look at out. Look at out for numbers one and two. Who's number one? Who's number two? You'll never know. Thanks so much, Chris. That was excellent. And you can find us on the internet, um, Mystery on the Rocks. Uh, oh, at Mystery on the Rocks, but RX on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can watch this lovely video and get yourself some early episodes, get yourself some sweet swag, get yourself That's uh, right. all sorts of goodies, extra episodes Cocktail as well. Recipes. Cocktail recipes, depending on the tier that you join. Oh, I didn't know. My drink. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. What a massive oversight. Um, my drink is named by my. The, bearing in mind the ginger thing yeah. in my drink is called Gimba. Yeah. So I call it everything the light touches. Yes, that was just cocktail. what I was about to say. Everything, everything the light, the light touches, touches is, is my cocktail. Name. Oh, what a great name! It's so everything good. the light touches is my cocktail. It's my cocktail. That's that's it. I was just about to say something. I was about to. I, imagine. Yeah. It, oh, sorry to shout, <laughs> but imagine you're in a cocktail bar and on the menu there's a cocktail called Everything the Light Touches. You'd be like, I'm ordering yeah. that. I'm having that. Please. I uh, yeah. I think that's that's an incredible name for for anything. Yeah. For anything. 
and uh, and and Boobs. the cocktail waiter has to go has to <laughs> do the voice has to do the voice <laughs> do the voice everything the light touches uh yes you can find the recipes exactly for the cocktails in this episode uh patreon.com slash mystery on the rock spell r-o-c-k-s uh and you'll find all that lovely stuff there join the patreon and you can also email us mystery on the rocks uh spell r-o-c-k-s at gmail.com if you're like hey uh masood i found you i found you very rude (laughs) (laughs) Rude Rude masood hey guys our bonus episode um uh, we could say that uh they are full of stuff that the public would dying to hear, but absolutely, they can't, but you just only can't. Get on the Patreon. You can so you only can get only on, hear Patreon. on the Patreon. I think some of our best stuff is on the Patreon. I think episodes. so yes. too. I absolutely. So too. If I do say so myself, uh, some of our best. Get stuff yourself a boner. Oops, I mean boners. <laughs> Did I make a repeat? <laughs> Did I make a repeat? <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. <sighs> Uh, as always, oh, catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 